Yeah. What it do? What it do? Man, what's going on, man? Woo. It's Tuesday. We here to break the barriers podcast. Man, I feel I feel kind of bad. Like <laughs> you laughing, I feel bad because like you know behind the scenes, right? It's been some stuff going on, and I'm like, but I, I, I had some great news today, and the day was great. Like I got some, you know. <laughs> some new work some new you know some new money and i'm like dang and then you know you start seeing that and it's like yeah there's been some bad stuff going on today yeah so everybody stay up uh y'all see drina not here you know but um yeah yeah we good though but yeah man it's it's been except for my boy i know we we got to get into it but yeah I had to speak about my boy uh Spence, man. Like I added it. Oh, you added it? I missed yeah. it, man. Yeah, I added it. Okay, I, I wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let me introduce the Breaking Bears podcast. We are here. It's Tuesday. Shout out to the Iowa Media Group and to the Black Window Chaser Internet Radio app. Y'all check it out, download it if you have not. That's where we stream and audio and iTunes and Spotify. Um, so I will introduce my amazing co-host. We are down a co-host. Shout out to Drina for not being here this weekend. I mean, this I mean, today, look, I'm still in Miami in my head. It's not being here today. Uh, we're praying for you and the family, everything y'all got going on. We'll see you next week. Um, hope you get to watch or watch the replay on this one because it's going to be a good one tonight. Well, uh, for your, those of you who do not know, we are the Breaking Bears Podcast, and this is my amazing co-host, Mr. Adrian Taylor, a.k.a. Mr. GC, you already know it. A.k.a. Hey man, Mr. Train, yo train, yo train, yo trainers. Hey, hey, you better get it, man. But yeah. Hey, what's happening? Also, you know, we have our hold up. I, I gotta, I gotta mimic Drina a little bit on this. Uh, I, I host this with the most this. It's <laughs> <laughs> AKA. You better say my name. Go, Trina. Where you at? Dang, I'm slipping. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me start over. Let me start oh, over. Let's start you. it over. My bad. <laughs> okay, let me go in, y'all. Let me introduce the hostess with the most. Is Miss Didi Leggett, aka the Core Queen, aka I showed out at that podcast summit this weekend. Just hey, man, you know. there it is. <laughs> let somebody know, let them know, let them know. <laughs> Listen, I was in the building, in the building. We're going to go ahead and get into our trending topics because we have an amazing show tonight. We got a guest panel coming tonight, y'all. And I'm telling y'all, y'all not ready for these guests. I'm telling you, you're not ready. So y'all okay. better get your drink, get your popcorn, buckle up, and be ready for these guests tonight. But first, we're going to get into our trending topics. So... The first one we're going to talk about, of course, is the talk of the weekend, the Crawford whooping ass fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he whooped that boy so bad. So it was so hard for me because if anybody knows, I, so I, you know, I have been talking about Bud since 2016 when people was not even paying attention i'm like yo the boy bad the boy bad the boy bad but i am a bigger earl spence fan i must i must say that so 
I gave Errol Spence the edge. I like Crawford. I like Spence. But when I was, I did not expect that. When I was watching that fight, Diddy, it went from, I set it up like, you know, we watching him come out, right? And then Eminem bringing him in. We was like, oh, 1-0, it's over with. Oh, man, Crawford up 1-0. And, you know, we joking, laughing. You know, first round, we all talking noise, right? Uh Second round, oh, he clipped him, got him. Third (laughs) round, we talking noise. That fourth round, we all in here looking at each other like, are they going to stop this? Um, (laughs) What we doing? Like, I thought I was in the Rocky movie, you know, with Apollo 3 pops. What is you doing? Throw the towel. What are we doing? We all looking at each other like, what the fuck? Because I'm, I'm like, yo, Earl is going to keep getting up. Like, he's going to keep getting up because that's the type of dude he is. He's going to keep getting up and just keep getting beat up. Stop the fight, please. It, it just didn't, it wasn't fun no more. It was like, everybody just looking at each other like, I don't, I don't want to see this brother get beat like this. Like, I, I can't even watch this. It was horrible. It was really, really, really bad. And mind you, like, I didn't know anything about either one of them. We go into the bar in Miami. And they start talking about him. I was like, well, I'm just take an educated guess. This dude from Omaha, Nebraska, he ain't got much to, to lose here. He probably been picking <laughs> cattle and shit. So I'm going to go with him. I don't know nothing about either one of them. So I just picked Crawford just off the basis of him being from Omaha, Nebraska. And okay. then when he brought out Eminem, I said, oh, he's definitely going to win. He brought right. out it like, It's over with. Yeah. Everybody kind of looked like, ooh, ain't nobody did that, you know. Right. I'm like, you brought a local from Dallas out, Spence, for this? That was not the time to be supportive, sir. Or, I mean, he could have brought somebody from Texas or. <sighs> like, who's this guy? Bigger. All the artists in Texas. And this what you going to. Okay. You brought out Slim Shady. Like, how do you, you can't, you got to right. win. It was like, what can you do? You, you. You better call Jay Z. You better, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can you, you have to win the fight if you bring out Eminem? Like, you, you have to win. <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? It's not much more that you can do if someone brings out Eminem, right? Oh. It, and then yeah. he, I said, oh, he looked just like Martin when Tommy Hearns beat him. Really up. did. Like, you know, people be joking about in past <laughs> fights, but you like, yo, he really, especially because he done grew his hair out now. <laughs> like, I felt, I, 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 you know what? I haven't felt that way since Roy Jones got knocked out by Tarver. Oh, oh, yeah. That was yeah. the last time I. It was like really deflating, where you was just like, "Whoa, yeah, what?" Yeah, yeah. When Roy got knocked out by Tarver, that was that was extremely deflating. <laughs> so yeah, that was. Uh, hey, little Adrian. You gonna say hey? Hey. Oh, you being shy today? <laughs> hey, if your brother was here, he would wave. He would be hey, saying hey. Oh, hey. oh you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so how about, I don't know if you saw the video. We're gonna just go over this real quick with the girl, well, with Cardi B throwing the mic at the girl in the car. <laughs> Her, her reflexes are crazy. I saw it. Well, what I heard on the breakfast club this morning that I guess earlier in the show, Cardi B asked people to throw water, but don't like don't don't splash my face, don't splash. I just throw water, 
And this was like an hour into the show, and this girl just randomly threw a cup of water up there. Hmm. That's why she reacted that way. And now the person that she hit with the mic is supposedly suing her because she didn't hit the girl. She missed that girl. Mm. Of course. Yeah, I wouldn't have missed either. I would have tried, man, listen. Like, why would you just randomly, like, that part of the show bent over and you going to throw the water because now you're trying to be funny. Right. And she was. Yeah. So, but they then they showed another clip, I think, the night before she threw her mic at her DJ. <laughs> they said the whole night the DJ was cutting her songs off. And like, oh, and she wasn't ready. She was. He was just cutting them off, like in the middle of her performance. He was. He was stopping the song. Maybe he was so she can hit the acapella. Maybe. No, she, I mean, you know, you you and your the artist and DJ is in sync with each other. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, give him a way out. Yeah. So she threw that thing. She hit and walked off the stage. Wow. Lord, mm. well, I bet they won't. They ain't gonna mess with him no more. Right. All right. Well, we're gonna go into our icebreaker topic. We only got one this week because we want to get our panel on. Um, so if you had to give a TED talk, what would your topic be on? Y'all in the comments, chime in. What would your topic be on for y'all? Your topic to be? Um, mine would be on the importance of male confidence. Confidence in which way? Because you know, some of y'all be real, real arrogant. But no reason. See, that's the that's the little, thing. That's little penis and everything. Yeah, that's like right. That's the difference. Con, uh, confidence and arrogance is, is not the same thing. So, and the reason why I say that too, one thing that I realize, especially in young men, and, and kind of talking to them, helping them out sometimes, is that they struggle with with confidence. You know, as they become men, um, and that's the reason why you see little little boy activities, right? What what you're talking about, you know, how they portray their anger, how they portray their hurt feelings and emotions is because they lack confidence, but they don't know where to put that energy yet. And uh-huh. so I know, right, I'm giving a dissertation right here in front of you, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but no. So yes, being able to direct that energy, we've seen too many situations where just because someone has hurt their feelings that they project out, you know, whether it's been hitting a woman or, you know, shooting a woman, all of those crazy things. Like if you have the confidence in yourself, something as simple as a rejection from a woman is not going to harm you. But a lot of times, like I said, they have that that misplaced emotion. And so being able to teach, you know, confidence in a way of how to handle yourself as a man, how to carry yourself, you know, I think it's something that's really, really needed. Right. I like that. See, she said mine would be Feel that shit and heal that shit. Be the change you want to see. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one because a lot of times we kind of like just brush things off or act like they never happened. Or I know I do that a lot. Like I just, okay, I'm done with it. Like cut it off and make it act like you just, it just disappears. And we don't. Why did I think that was some type of meditation when I first saw it? (laughs) Like feel that she, like heal that she. Okay, no, I'm tripping. You've been drinking? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there we have it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you already know mine would be something about fitness, but it would be more like um, the delusion of how women are when it comes to fitness and not, not thinking that it's important 
thinking that they can get all these things that they want, but not taking care of themselves in the same breath. Like, no, they kind of go hand in hand. You kind of can't get everything you want if you're not really yeah. taking care of yourself. So, yeah, we got to, yeah, talking, just talking about that. Because I know I see a lot of times the people, women are posting about, I just like, I, I see a lot of people saying, I want a man or I want to be in a relationship or I want this certain thing. And it's like, I'm doing all of this and it's not working. But you're 100 pounds overweight. Like, it's, you say that. Not say it's probably not, it's probably never going to happen. Ooh, 100 pounds overweight. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that remind me of your boy Nate Post. Oops, I'm sorry. Let me. <laughs> well, he's, we talked about. He said, "Uh, what was what was your weight when you joined the military? What's your weight?" Right, you? right. Ooh, I saw that one. I was like, "Whoa, that's two bodies." Yes, I'm like, "How you gain that much weight?" Right. Went, listen. In fact, she she gained more weight than she weighed. Right. <laughs> Ah, yeah. I, I said, let me keep scrolling because I'm not even about to entertain this. I was like, wow. Oh, shit, I don't, I don't know. But they, uh, that's a they, lot. Uh, uh, but you can't. But if we say something, then we're being mean. We body shaming and whatever. No, you're fat. Nobody's telling you this, and you're going to die. How about that? If you don't like me after that, oh well. Like, I don't care. I'm just yeah. not. I just wish. I mean, I mean, I don't have an issue, but if 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 I did, I would hope somebody would be like, "Bruh, bruh, right? That that good hanging a little bit, ain't it? Right. You, you, you might want to handle that, like. But you know. But see, with men, like y'all can do that with each other, and like it's cool. <laughs> like, y'all been having kind of conversations. Y'all good. All right, let me get my butt in this gym and. Yeah, he right. You're right. You're right. Because I just did that to somebody. I, I just like, I just did it yesterday. I said, my boy, you eating good, ain't you? They like, man, I hurt my back. <laughs> man, I, I yeah, bro. I hurt my back, so I ain't been hitting the gym. And you know, I just but I'm about to get to it. I'm about to get to it. Okay, long as you know, I'm but you've been hitting that plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You ain't been hitting that gym, but you been hitting that plate. Child. Yeah, let, see, women, we say something like that. Now we ain't friends no more. We blocked. They ain't talking to us. We can't have a kind of conversations. Nope. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hey, you eating kind of good over there, ain't you, boy? You know? You, now, you old people do it. Old people do it. You walk oh, yeah. They house. good for it. Ooh, you getting a little thick, ain't What you been eating? Oh, yeah, they, they going to hit you. They, they old, old folks going to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the church. Who the my ladies in the church, boy? Miss like, Hattie, I know you ain't talking with that big old uh, mother of the church arm leaning over that Man, elbow. Look, cut it out. You know, don't do that. The don't ones that it. make that good I'm chicken got that. You got my, my my hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> look, yeah, but uh, <sighs> these folks they ain't gonna listen. They ain't gonna listen. They is not gonna listen. You know, but I'm gonna still keep trying. Still keep... Look, she's talking about that good potato salad, right? You stirring it. Hey, Amen. Just, just that, just, just why? Just don't make no sense. Just, um... Taking the potato salad out and ugh, putting Shut it on. Up. 
So we are waiting for our other uh, host, co-hosts, and one of them just let me know he's about to join. I'm looking for the other one to respond. I told him to be on by 8.15, but, you know, men will be men. The lady is here. She was on time. Okay. Mm. Okay. okay. <laughs> but um, what I was going to say, uh, shit. There was, um, oh, so I was in Miami this weekend for the podcast summit. And it was probably one of the most amazing events I've ever been to, where it wasn't just people just talking to you, talking to you, talking to you, talking to you. Oh, what well, we thought we was going to? Never mind. I ain't even yeah. Yeah. No, this was outstanding. Like the information sharing, like the knowledge, the proof of concept, all everything. Like it was just, it was crazy. It was to be in a room of people who are like, in awe and inspiring was crazy. Like for people to be like, oh my God, you got that many episodes already? I'm so scared to even record one. I'm scared to even do it. I'm scared to even, it's just like, you just gotta jump out there. You just gotta, you gotta do it. So um, yeah, it was, I met some pretty amazing people and I might be on Love and Hip Hop Miami. Who knows? I don't know. They was recording the episode. I was in there. Okay. I didn't realize the camera was still rolling while I was talking to Trina. So <laughs> I was like, oh, they still recording. Oh, this is crazy. But yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, she said they on chat. They on, CP <laughs> they on beyond CPT time. Look, do I have to call these people? That's rude. This is rude. Um. Uh, so I heard as you're doing that, you know, I, your favorite person in the world, your favorite artist that you love, um, Lizzo. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I heard it. So, so you heard about her situation? Yeah. Tell the people. They might not have heard it. So apparently, um, yeah, Lizzo might be in some serious, serious trouble because she got some allegations of forcing workers to touch people privately, creating harsh a harsh work environment and all types of stuff going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, lawsuit pending as we speak. Yeah, so. I, I heard one of the girls said that she, this is most the most disgusting thing. I don't know. I don't know how true none of this shit is, but I heard she she made her eat a banana out of one of the girls' hoo-ha. Hey, man, like you said, allegedly, <laughs> you know, you know, allegedly, just to be on the safe side, but um, like, yeah, creating hostile work environments, you know, yelling, screaming. Hey, man, hey, ain't looking good for y'all, sister. Yeah, and I know that's your, I know that's your, like your favorite artist, so I, yeah, I had to make okay. sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm just saying, I had to make sure to mention it for you, you know, because yeah. I know that's your favorite. I know she your favorite. Um, you know, I don't, I don't promote obesity. Amen. She's healthy. What you talking? Her blood pressure is in order. All her vitals. You remember she say that like she is healthy as she can be. No issues. Uh -huh. No health scares. Nothing. Uh -huh. She is perfect. On a scale of what to cow? Um, a scale to give her four, four to five more years, and she's gonna be like Monique. Never mind. I'm sorry. I ain't mean to say that. You see what she had to go with it. Hey, Monique, yo, Monique was all about that big in and just the same thing Lizzo on. 
So now, like, yeah, get on the treadmill. Yeah, eat yeah. right. Yeah, lose. Anybody <laughs> kill herself out there trying to do them dance moves. Lose. <laughs> she can't even. She can't even keep up. About to die. Tell me, I love us for real. We want you to love you for real now. Right. Okay. You worrying about bonnets? Worry about that belly. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Amen. They think it's cute. They think we body shaming. Hey. We just trying to save lives. That's all. Save lives and bra straps because they popping. She sure did see. She sure did say that skinny bitches was evil. She she that shit that was her main thing with her comedy. Okay, Teespring's on his way. That was her main thing. She hated us. Skinny bitches is evil. Now look at who she wants to be. Now she half the size she used to be when she was look at her from when she was on the Parkers and look at her now half the size. <laughs> and look. We just had this conversation about you You want certain things and you can't get them because of your appearance. What she wanted, Professor all of you. She couldn't get them. She was too big. She was too big. <laughs> it's the chicken. <laughs> if y'all have not chicken. seen Lady Long Tyrone, you need to watch it. It's more than the chicken now. Listen. It's that show was amazing. Oh yeah, I, I was, I was shocked. Um, and and not, I mean, and not that it wasn't good actors, right? I mean, the actors in it were great before you knew that, but I just didn't think it was gonna be that good. Like, and, and that's a good thing, right? When you when yeah. you watch a movie and it's way better than you could have even imagined it to be, right? And it actually hit points, and you like. It's deep. Like, yeah. I don't want to give it away because I know some people still ain't seen it. But if you haven't, like you said, go check it out. And Jamie actually, Fox played you probably want to watch it two, time, time. two or three times, actually, because yeah. you're probably going to miss something and then going to catch it on the second yeah. time. He played the hell out of that role. I mean, he played the hell out of that role. I'm like, you know, great. I have so much like respect for great acting now that I'm in it. I'm like, oh. Like he did that. Yeah, it was great. I was I I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. Um, didn't think. I, well, I don't even know what I expected, right? Like, because I didn't. You know, I'll be honest. Typically, when I watch Netflix, like I don't really watch the trailers or anything. I just right. Me either. Okay, let me just see what this is about. Like, yeah. look like it'll be something that'll be cool. I I thought it was just really gonna be an action flick. Like, I yeah. I, what I saw was not what I was expecting to see, but it was thoroughly good, though. It was yeah. great. Hold on. Power shortage in my internet. Oh, my God. He said he's having a power shortage and his internet signal is low. Uh-oh. Hmm. We might have to start without him. I'll just introduce him when he get here. Okay. All right. Well, we have some amazing guest co-hosts already, so let me get to their intros. We, I will start off with the lady since she was on time, and ladies always go first. <laughs> this is my girl out of Rock Hill, South Carolina. Her name is Charita Ashley. 
and she is 41 years old. She's a mother of four. She says she got two grown and two that just ain't grown yet. They ain't, they ain't grown yet. They still in there eating up all her damn food. And she is the owner of Train Your Mind, Then Your Body. She's a personal trainer and she big single, baby. Big single. <laughs> Y'all welcome, Charita. Welcome, Charita. Hey, girl. She said big single. Big single. Oh, man. <laughs> she, he said he lagging, but he's here. Come on, T Sprint. We need you on here. We need you on here. Tim used that hot spot. Yeah, you got a hot spot? <laughs> I know you got something. We've been on tour with Ryan Davis too long not to have no, no hot spot. This gentleman I met at the podcast summit this weekend. Okay. Um, first of all, let me just tell you, when he sent me his bio, I was like, well, damn, who did I meet this weekend? Hold up. I was in the room in the room, honey. <laughs> So we have, I hope I say his last name right. I think I got the first name right. We have Wasi Atkin. He shook his head yes. So he is the founder of Option Snipers University. After just two years in business, he was awarded the Two Comma Club Award for generating over 1 million in business revenue at ClickFunnels Funnel Hacking Live. He has led over 3,300 students in their journey to creating generational wealth through the stock market. And his mission is to unlock financial intelligence around the globe to free our future. Y'all welcome, Mr. Wasi, to the show. What's going on? What's going on? Hey, that was that was a hell of an intro. Like, I'm, I'm really mad because that was that was fire. That was pretty fire. I like that. I could have went deeper into my my intro. I don't like the fact that mine was too short. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like I'm under accomplished, and I don't like that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Wasi stopped me. I was on my way to the bathroom, and he stopped me and uh, introduced himself. So I'm excited okay. that because he lives in Charlotte, so we made that connection. And yeah. so, so you went to stop. You went to the market. You day trade or futures or yeah, day trading, day trading stock options. Okay, stock options. Okay, I trade futures. Oh, dope, dope, dope. Yeah. Nice, nice. Hold on. That's what's up. Yes, sir. So um, hold on, because now T Springs having let me send you something. Y'all, we are gonna have fun tonight. So we like I know Chair, I already know you don't have no filter, so I ain't gotta worry about you being politically correct. Uh <laughs> none at all. We want y'all to be open and honest. <clears throat> um we always like for people to be themselves. If Facebook cut us off, oh well, we'd be all right. Oh my god, he went to I, I Hold on. He looking for the link, y'all. I need two phones, so I'm trying. I got it on this phone. Yeah. Oh my god. Let me go find it. But um, we're gonna have some uh good conversations, and oh shit, we might ruffle some feathers, but it's okay. It's all right. So the first, I don't want to go to the first topic yet because I want him to join. Hold on. Jesus, I'm just going to leave it right here. Ah. What is she making? Thank God for this phone just copying and stuff. All I do is hit copy and it go to the other phone some kind of way. It's magic, I guess. <laughs> or the government shit. I don't know. <laughs> 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 uh, look at C. C talking about, see, this is the one I should have hopped on. We just came up with it today, see, literally. Look. That is too funny. 
Um, so y'all got the topics. I hope y'all ain't prepared no statements or nothing. Just, just look at you know if they did. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we're gonna go ahead and start, and I'll introduce him when he come on, and then I'll let him uh, go to the question. Why see that's a candle or incense? I'm nosy. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Wait, what do you I don't there's no candle or incense over there. I don't what know you, what she's I don't know what she's referring to. You got some smoke over there? What you doing? I don't I, I don't I don't know what she's referring to. Right, I'm looking over there too. Like, to see. like I, I don't I know. Seen some wine. I've seen smoke. Oh, I see it's smoke. smoke. When you see smoke, <laughs> I'm trying to find out. Now I do like candles, though. Y'all know the um y'all y'all ever been to um what's it bed and bed 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 Okay, then right, we got Trevor Springs here, y'all. The man, the myth. Don't no, be coming in with no broken internet now. <laughs> Let me introduce my boy T Springs. <laughs> Look, I met T Springs back in I think 2017. He was on tour with Ryan Davis, the comedian. If you don't know him, look him up. You should know him. Um, I probably I felt like I was on tour with him after I met him. I went to I don't know how many cities with them. I was yeah, I ain't gonna tell that story though. But um, <laughs> we had a great time. So T Springs is a nationally touring comic. He's been doing comedy comedy for eight years now. He's a father of three, two biological. He's a real Southern gentleman. Aside from comedy and creating content, he's recently produced his own podcast, the Hear Me Out podcast. I was on there last week, uh, and it's doing amazing. It's steadily growing every week. Y'all give it up for my boy, Trevor Springs. What up, T Springs? What's good, bro? What's going on? Hey, um, just I want to apologize first because I am experiencing some power outage in my apartment. I don't know if y'all can hear me well. Hear you clear? Mm -hmm. I can hear me. Mm -hmm. Okay, well I experienced some power outage. I have literally walked across the street from my apartment. I'm like at like a. It's like it used to be a bank. So I don't <laughs> want people to see this and think that I'm homeless. I literally had to walk away from my apartment because I had no bars in there. <laughs> And I haven't been able to charge my phone, so I got like 40% on my phone. And I was like, I got to at least come on here because Didi going to kill me. <laughs> so some of y'all are like, some of y'all are getting paused right now. Uh -oh. Some of y'all sound like robots, but we're going to try to work this out. Okay. I will not uh, let the devil you know, win. I know that's right, because he's trying right now. We're going to get into it and see what we can do. Gonna make it do what it do, Teespring. Yeah, because from my on, on my on. end, I'm gonna tell y'all what I see on my end. I see the guy right here with the black shirt on. Every now and then he'll get stuck. And I don't and I think those are DD's titties. I don't know because it's kind of like <laughs> stuck. <laughs> and yeah, those are her titties. Those are definitely her titties. I can see baby girl at the top with the braid. And then my guy right here in the middle, Miss. Or GC, I can see everybody. You good? He said, "I think those are DD's titties." Yeah, the titties. On my nerves. You know that. <laughs> oh my god! Look, you got to watch. Say face. He didn't say hair. Nothing. <laughs> Baby, the titties always present. Oh goodness. 
I'm trying to find high ground. I'm trying to find high ground right now. He out there on a mission. <laughs> Listen. All right, y'all. We're going to get into our first question of the night for you. Our main topics. Because this question is always floating around on these podcasts. People talking. I suppose I always see this question. Does body count matter? Charity, you go first. <laughs> is we going in alphabetical order? Uh-uh. I'm gonna brand you go first. Does body count matter? I no, not to me. Like what would matters to me? Like if we're, I just want you to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? We still gotta protect ourselves. So it really wouldn't matter to me because. Oh my God, no. It sounds bad me saying that it don't matter though. Don't it sound bad? <laughs> it's your I mean it's your preference. Because I really don't care about somebody's past. You know what I'm saying? Because that body count could have happened at a bad time of their lives or their whole moment or their whole phase, you know? Because I feel like everybody maybe went through a time, you know, that they was just living it up and maybe had, you know, partners and they could be very well chilling now. So we can't judge them on what they did, you know. So no, no is my answer. Body count does not matter to me. Okay. T-Springs, does it matter to you? You said my chart matters. Okay, I'm Whenever it's my turn, y'all can My like, chart matter? What is my chart? Your health chart. My chart. Your health like chart. Your health, like your health chart. Like yeah, that matters. matters. Like it got like all your reports and stuff, like everything yeah. you got going on. Okay. All right, I'm with y'all. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I heard that. It's on me. Um, body count for me doesn't matter because I have I am a recovering hoe myself. And um, I don't judge people's backgrounds because, like she said, everybody, I ain't going to say everybody, but I believe, I really don't trust a woman that has not already had her whole phase. I need to get with you when you done got that out your system. Or you're going to end up having it with me and it's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. But for me, the only body count that matters is if it's people that's in my direct circle, people that really matter to me or people that I might have in our wedding or something like that. Like, those are the things that we have to have conversations about and try to gain the understanding about. But like, how many people you done been with? I'm never gonna ask you that question because I would have to, I would have to trust the answer you give me anyway. Yeah. I am big on like, don't ask me questions that you don't know the answer to. Like, whatever, like, where were you at last night? Somebody can say they were asleep. You gotta believe it, unless you got <laughs> the evidence for it. So I'm, I don't even ask women they body count. I really ask women, have you ever been with any of my homeboys? Like people. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he need to find a McDonald's that free Wi-Fi. Man, that sucks. Uh, it was about to get good too. Right, he was getting good with it. Yeah. Hopefully, he come back. Wasi, what about you? Does body count matter to you? I feel like it's too easy to just answer this as like a yes or no question. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like. All right, body count. What does it mean to have a body count? You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess essentially for me, it's like what occurred during that body count? Because you could have somebody that potentially may have had only a few partners, but by the time you get with them, then that's when they decide to turn up. 
You know what I'm saying? Or they may be disloyal or whatever the case may be. Or you have somebody that been through a whole bunch. I think that's kind of what, um, I forgot his name, what he was trying to allude to pretty much is like, you could have somebody that had already been through it and is now ready to like lock in, like, look, I'm done playing games. I did everything I had to do. You know what I'm saying? Now it's ready. You know what I'm saying? So to me, the question itself, does body count matter? I'm going to say yes, right? And when I say yes, I believe it allows you to do a little bit more digging. Like, all right, if you did have a certain amount, like what occurred, you know? And allowing that to kind of flow, like allowing conversations to flow, because then you'll kind of figure out like, all right, what kind of person is this? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know if I went too deep just now, <laughs> but <laughs> that that would be my answer like to that. I was I would say I, I would say it matters to at least, you know, kind of further the conversation. But um like like he said earlier, like whatever is said, you just gotta believe it anyway, you know, because like at the end of the day, like what you about to do, get it like a Carfax report. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's not possible. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you know, like and sometimes people forget about what's going on. So it's like it's a lot of different things that, that can happen. But yeah, that that would be my answer for that. Okay. Yeah. Adrian, why do you look skeptical? What what is it? Well, you know, does body count matter? Um, for men, it absolutely matters. Like, let's let's keep it a hundred. Um and, and, and it definitely matters in a I think in a different way though, right? Like meaning like if a man knows that, you know, the partners, multiple partners that you had, it's going to be a problem for him. It, now, if he doesn't know the partners that you had, then it's not going to be a problem for him. But it's that male ego. So, you know, just to say y'all in the same city and you've dated a guy that he kind of knows through such and such, such and such, and maybe another guy you know through such and such, such and such. Like he know by five guys that you dated and it's five a lot. No, but <laughs> it's, it's them five. It's them five. Right. And, 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 and he knows them five. And he's it's gonna be a problem for him. And these might not even be his homeboys. So, but he knows him and he knows him through somebody, or he's seen him around the way. They don't hang out or nothing, but the fact that he knows five guys like he knows like he can picture them five guys in his mind that you had sex with them it's a wrap for that dude he is not gonna be able to handle it but nope. but we can be in the room and count out 10 or 15 women that y'all done been with though mm -hmm. yep. that's all that was it <laughs> and they can you know what i'm saying i just yeah. feel like it's i don't know it matters for to y'all for us, it's but it's, I mean, definitely, it's definitely a double standard. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird it's because not. we don't want to we don't want to pass around either. Like sometimes we want to be able to brag on you without me saying, "Yeah, that nigga sucked my toes." And be like, "Here, he sucked my toes too." Like we we tie that shit too. We want to be special. But here's, here's one here's one thing I know about women though: women like men that other women like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, like, all right, because imagine now you chasing after, well, I mean, I don't know if women, I don't know if you guys are, are women that chase after men per se, but like, imagine a woman <laughs> chasing after a dude, like, yeah, that don't pull nobody. That's true. crazy. 
You see yeah, what I'm saying? But now in the situation where, all right, you if he's a handsome dude and you know you like his vibe, you like his energy, 10 times out of 10, it's like a million other women that also see the same exact thing, yeah. right? Like women know who's the alpha in different rooms. Y'all can see these things. You guys have some sort of like special vision to be seeing these types of things. <laughs> So, and for what it's worth, they going these men that you guys are seeing that you guys are attracted to. I mean, if they're pulling them, then things are going on, you know, at the end of the day. So it's like it kind of comes with the territory, at least from from that perspective, from at least from my, you know, in, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Women typically like that type of good dude. Right. And then after you got that dude, it's like, dang, I wish he wouldn't have messed with so many women. It's like you yeah. want to change. Yeah, <laughs> all of those things right. about him, right? But that's what attracted you to him in the first right. place, right? Kind of like guys, too. They want the pretty woman with the big ass that's twerking on the table most of the time, like that. That's grabbing their attention. That's not even true. That's not even they, true. I'm not well, even, but I'm gonna take the twerking out. But they want the pretty girl with the nice body, and then okay. they're mad that all the men want the same thing that they got. And yeah, because I feel like men are. Men are the different. Same thing you, that attracted you to her is the same thing that attracted men to her. No, nah, that's different. See, here's a difference. It just and happened I'm, with Kiki Palmer. You mad because the same thing that you was attracted to, not everybody see it too. Hold no, on. That's Kiki not that. No, no, like no. no, hold on, hold on. The Kiki situation but is different. She, men still, she, there was there was a situation with them where like there's a loyalty, I guess, or an understanding that he believed he was supposed to have with Kiki. And so like you know what I'm saying? So that 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 doesn't really that analogy is not all the way like you know what I'm saying. But men all the like way with connect. pretty women that most that other men are attracted to. But but this is what I'm saying. I don't think that's all the way true. Honestly, what? I don't think that's I, all the way true. No, Here's I think what men talk about that they they look when they see a woman like they they got to be fine, fit, feminine. But here's the difference though. They ain't the, looking for no ugly woman. Let, let me explain. This is what a man's gonna want to do. He's gonna want to find that woman. But but that woman like in the in in the like next door, like the girl next door, he's not looking for the woman that everybody wants. Like men don't want the men woman that everybody that everybody all these men like men, men don't, don't want look, Beyonce. No woman that's just got a great personality first. Of course. Well, I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying is I feel like <laughs> this 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 is what, this is what I'm trying to say, I guess, right? Let's let's imagine we're in a room. <laughs> Let, let's imagine we're in a room, right? We're in a room, like we're like, all right, um, Didi, where you and I met, right? Uh -huh. Here's the difference. Let's say you have a man on the stage. When a man is on the stage, let's assume this man is a, a, a handsome man. He's a powerful man. He's gainful, everything. Almost every woman in that room, if she doesn't want him, she wants something that looks like him, correct? Right. Right. Now, the difference is this. A man, let's assume that there's a woman on stage, a beautiful woman on stage, right? Here's the difference. Men are going to want to look for someone like her, but they're not going to want her to be seen the way she's seen on the stage. That's the difference. But like, you're talking about in that, in that uh, context of being in charge of something on stage. I'm talking about just a pretty woman in the room. Got you, got you. Every man is going to want the pretty woman in the room. We yeah. don't know what she sound like, her her conversation, her. We don't know what she's doing, but what she look like is going to be what attracts all the men to her. Now, I after understand. the fact, now if she like the girl next door, if she's quiet, whatever. Now that'll determine something different. 
Okay. Well, so you're saying, they're not looking at the girl that's homely looking. So you're saying sexually, the, he, they definitely going to be looking at her sexually. That's going to be your initial attraction to her because she's the pretty girl in the room. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Now nah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, that's facts. I think I think if if not for if not anything like what what men really want to do, we want to have somebody that nobody's really seeing though. Like I feel like women want like the famous guy or like the well-known guy. Like oh. men, we want a baddie, but we want her to be like not even known. Like nobody knows about her. Like she's like, you know what I'm saying, off the grid. She don't even she's not even on social media. Like I feel like that's the difference behind, like between, like, you know what I'm saying, what what men desire and what women desire, from that perspective. And then with that being said, if you have a woman that's kind of like not really, you know, she's not even in the limelight profile, you might not really, you might not really expect her to have a said body count. You know what I mean? Who knows? Right. And I and I'm not talking about lust. I'm just talking about men are naturally attracted to pretty women. Yeah. That's not like that's their first order of business is to find a pretty woman. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's lust either. I think you're right. Yeah, I just think they are attracted to pretty women. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So but I I think body count matters in the total opposite way than what y'all saying. Yeah, you didn't even answer that. I want to hear your I want to hear your answer to that. Yeah, all I'm opposite with it. Like I if you ain't haven't had enough, don't come over here because I ain't cheap, I ain't teaching you nothing. We're not about to be having no conversations about do's and don'ts and all that shit. No, come on. I ain't got time. I'm too grown. And I am not about to, you're not about to Steve Urkel me. No. <laughs> uh-uh. Not doing it. Because I'm never going to ask you how many people you've been with, but mm-hmm. I'm going to know by some conversation that mm-hmm. you got a little bit of experience because I'm not, no, I'm not a school teacher. Didi said, come seasoned. Yes. And that's please. right. Thank you. Please. Yeah. That is too funny. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, like, I think, Watson, you said something, or somebody said something about the whole phase and all that stuff. Yeah, because you're going to run into it. Yeah. It's going to happen, and then I'm going to have to kill you. So, oh, Facebook, don't strike me, please. I'm going to lie you. I'm sorry. Well, you tough with it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'll just leave. All right, we'll go to our next question. Right. Have you ever had a one night stand? Oh, wasi. Wait, why? Why we starting with me first? Because we started with Cheryl the first last time. <sighs> Have you ever had a one night? You knew what the question was. You ain't got to read it again. You trying to be funny? <laughs> nah, I, I haven't had a one night stand. Honestly, I haven't had a one night stand. Yeah. Well, I see. Never watching. And wait, hold on. Why? Why? Why can't that be believed? Like, hey, Daniel. I I never had a one night stand before. I never had a one night stand. I I'd love to hear about it though. Every but, time you answer that, your head go down. I, that's why I'm just not believing you because you keep looking down every time you say it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ne- nah, I I never had a I never had a one night stand before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl, why are you looking? Is she frozen? Because she looked good. I think she's frozen. Nah, Is she, she frozen? frozen? Yeah, she's nah, definitely frozen. She's she frozen? Yeah, she she frozen. frozen? I yeah. thought she was trying to pause so you could skip right over. Yeah, because her her her, uh, her hoop earring ain't moving. 
Yeah, yeah it didn't yeah. move. Well, I started looking. I was like, oh, it ain't moved. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll jump on in there. Um, no, I, I haven't. So, because one night stand is meeting someone and having sex with them that same day, right? That's considered. A yeah. One right. And and then meeting them or going on a date with them or or the first date with them because okay technically right. nowadays and I don't know I'm I'm asking I don't know Didi I'm asking right because like nowadays meeting somebody could be like virtually meeting them like texting them all the time so let's let's imagine you text somebody for six months and then on your first date you smash is that a one night stand I don't know that's no. just the question I just wanted to put that out there because I would think thinking? that wasn't. Right? That's not. Um now I'm confused. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like I didn't want to confuse us, but it's it could go a lot of different ways. You know what I'm saying? Meet them, go home, have sex, never talk to them. Yeah, that's that's a one night stand. Okay. If if we go by what Daniel just said, no, I'm, I'm I haven't done that. I gotta remember. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, let let him finish though. If you saying if Okay, what he said, you said no, but what's what's another way you could have had a one night stand? Like <laughs> he said, that's the white people movie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, is is there is there a way that is there another way that could have happened outside of um Daniel's uh? I don't Charity, you chime in. We trying to get the definition of a one night stand. Daniel said. You meet them, go home, no. have a second, talk again. Is that the definition of a one night stand? A one night stand to me is you hit it and you don't hit it again. One night stand like, to me is like my first one night, night stand. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> and my internet look. I was speaking to his internet. Mom, now I'm not acting up. A one night stand to me is like I don't even remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> it happened a long time ago, but I cannot. I remember the situation, but we realized met at a club. You know, like it was like a movie thing. You know, I got up, I left before he got up. You know how you roll out the bed, grab your shit, like what the fuck I was doing. Here? Yeah, um, yeah, that was me. 20s, 20s, but I did. So, yeah, I mean, did we change the definition? So, because he was, why what you were saying? Uh, yeah, talking to someone, but never meeting them. And, yeah, but in person, so you texting, maybe you got a social media relationship or whatever, or something like that, and then when y'all finally meet up. You smash, mm. but you never talk again. Mm. So is that a one night stand? In my opinion, it is. It is in your opinion. In my opinion, opinion, it is. Honestly, this is the thing. That's this is the thing that's so weird about online. I don't know if I'm going in on a tangent. Please forgive me, Didi. But like, I feel like I feel like internet dating is so weird because it's like everything isn't really real until it's real. Like. Are you really texting somebody or are you texting AI? You know what I'm saying? 
Like, I just be thinking that sometimes, like, is this even real right now? Like, if we're not linking up, then it's not real. Like, we're just playing pretend. We're just being pen pals. You understand? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. That's well, why I, I consider it. What the dictionary says the, the oh. meaning of a one-night stand is. Yeah, let's look, let's look at that. It says a sexual relationship lasting only one night. I mean, as simple as so that. The situation yeah. leading up to that don't matter. That don't matter, yeah. So, so that that would essentially mean that it wouldn't even matter if, um, if you've like been talking to them for a long time. Nope. Or even been on a date, but it's like nope. y'all had okay. sex one and, time, and that was the last time you talked to him. Yep. Damn. Damn. I always um, figured a one night stand had to had to be considered as like the first time you met somebody, though. Cause let's say you go on, let's say you go on ten dates. If you go on twenty dates, and then the twenty, the twentieth date, you smash, and then what? You don't smash anymore. Is that considered a one night stand? You never talk to them again. Yeah. (laughs) After twenty dates, bro, we all be young, so. I don't know. This one says. This one says it's one night sex, then bye bye. Typically, this is with a person you don't know very well or have only recently met. Perhaps there even you go earlier right than that. A one like, night like thing can do many things, but they range from fun, awful, embarrassing to the start of something truly wonderful. I like I like that one. One night stand truly wonderful. You do it one time. That's stupid. I like I like that one. Yeah, that's a that's a better one. I think that makes more sense. Yeah, somebody you barely know. Y'all smash and then you never. Because after talk 20 dates, you can't say you barely know somebody. Right. You've been on 20 right. dates with them. You can't say you barely know them. You know what I'm saying? What happened was the sex was trash and then you never talked to them again. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's not really considered a one night stand. Right. Right. That's okay. That's, I think that might be a caveat to a one night stand. A one night stand can't be, I don't, at least in my opinion, I don't think it can be contingent <laughs> upon the performance after the fact. Does that make sense? Like, like, say, so like let's say you had, let's say you, let's say you had sex with this person one time, right? Mm-hmm. And then you never have sex with them again. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be because you didn't enjoy it. It's just because it was just a one-time thing. Does that make sense? I guess it would make sense, like in the terms of like people cheating. Like, if I was married and I just had sex with somebody on the trip or something, and I'm never going to see them again, that would be. Then that's when I stand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't know. That's, I, I don't know. Okay. Like I wouldn't consider something a one night stand if you stop having sex with them because you didn't like it. I feel like a one night stand is like we yes, were in is. Vegas. You were in Vegas. No. You that's know what I'm a saying? One night we, stand. You said what? That's a one night stand. If if we did it and I didn't like it, that was one time, one night, one evening, one day. Bye. It wasn't good. I don't feel like that's a one night stand. Why? Why not? I don't feel like that because I feel like a one night stand is like, because didn't you say the word like spontaneous or something like that in the definition? What's the end of that? What was the end stuff you said in the definition? It said they range from fun, awful, embarrassing to the start of something truly. Okay, awful, embarrassing. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I just, I don't know. It don't feel, it don't feel like that. Like, I feel like a one night stand is like hangover. You know what I'm saying? Like something that is just like <laughs> something just happens and then it's just done. You go back home. It's well, not Daniel like, said he had yeah. a one-time encounter with someone who then got super pissed at him 
a couple of days later and cut them off. Is that a one night stand? No, I don't think that's a one night stand. I don't think. I think. I think. Well, okay, here's what I'm trying to communicate. Maybe well, I'm getting it right now. But, it, I, but like that could be. I feel like it's a vibe. I feel like a one night stand is a vibe. It's like it's right. like 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 um excitement, like adrenaline. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like those are the those are the words that come to mind when I think of a one night stand. Not like yeah, and then it happens and it was trash. So I'm never yeah. never doing this again. True. True. Because <laughs> Daniel. This possibly could have been her way of not doing it no more. She gets pissed with you. Yeah. Cut you off. Yeah, she she probably trash. didn't know how to communicate. She probably didn't even know how to communicate like it was just trash. Yeah, because some folks yeah. are married to their one night stands right now. How's the one night stand? Maybe you had a baby after the one night stand. Yeah. But it can't be a one night stand if you did it again. But if you had a baby on the first night and you end up marrying them, then it was only one time. You keep thinking about the movie Hangover. Hangover. Didn't that happen in the movie? Didn't he marry her? <laughs> Let that movie go. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. No. <laughs> nah, that, that, <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose. Nah, they, did, they did get married, though, in that movie. He was like, Yeah, what? he fell in love with her. That was crazy. He didn't even know he married her. One night stand supposed to be, like you say, something that's not a connection. Like it's not built to connect yeah. from it. You do it. And then you go home and you don't meet that person ever again. You don't know their name. <laughs> you just like, damn, whoever such and such was. Hey, yo, yeah. this dude, this dude Daniel needs a hug, man. Can somebody yeah, give this dude Daniel that. a hug? <laughs> damn, this Daniel. Dude, this dude needs a hug. He heard. Daniel, he's our buddy. He's our buddy. They met. They smash and double back and, and fall in love. Oh, well, that's not one night stand to me. I don't know. If you do something more than once, it can't be one. Yeah, nope. yeah. <laughs> three. <laughs> Emotional damage. Nah, I think she's talking. I think Catherine's talking about herself, probably. No, don't do Catherine like that now. I was just, <laughs> I'm, I, I was just wondering. You know, I don't even, I don't even know. All right, we're gonna go to our next topic. What are three things you need to know about someone before you go on a date with them? We know right now the word date is like so taboo <sighs> with this generation. It's ridiculous. I, you ain't taking me on no ice cream date. You, I ain't going for coffee. Like, let's just say when you when you link up, let's just say that three things you know about someone before you link up. Is that is that is that no, is that good? Link up, meet me, we fucking. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was I, I wasn't even going. I wasn't even going that route. You, I you, really you need to know your true status. Like, are you really single? You know, how do you find that out? Separated because I need you to tell me the truth. No, I'm saying, how do you find how do you find out that communication? Because I'm talking to you before I go on an actual date with you because people crazy, you know what I'm saying? So a conversation has to be had. And most of the people I know this is off subject, but it seemed like I attract the most sep um separated motherfuckers in this world. Like everybody just separated. Like, what the hell? But anyways, that's first separated. What that mean? Like they still married, but we separated. <laughs> everybody, everybody separated so i need to really know the truth because you know but like you say how you really gonna know you know what i'm saying you can be on a date then the cheaters camera come up you like oh nigga i really I'm didn't know <laughs> you didn't tell me the truth so i need to know that um but you like you said you you never know um 
you know, whether you have children or not, that's not really a big, big thing for me because I have children, but I need to know that only because, you know, if you're not a, a great father or wow. a person that's like that because I am a mother, that's going to be an issue. So whether you have children or not, and then the third one, if you, keep your, if you got, you know, how you dress your shoes and shit, I don't oh. do tacky. <laughs> hey, this I know I, <laughs> like, your Reebok got to be clean like the Reebok classics, like how we used to do back then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a joke. I really don't have a third one. <laughs> I need, uh, I need and I'm not picking you up. That's one thing. Yeah, you got to have some type of transportation. That shit right there. Your car can't be in the shop all the time. DD, <laughs> <laughs> you know they always be like, yeah, my car in the shop. But for how long, though? Child, I try not to even talk to people that long. Hear your yeah. stepdaddy voice. Yo, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. I am weak. Yeah. What's what's the step? What's the stepdaddy voice? Sit down. <laughs> you know what? What the mom just told you? <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Here your stepdaddy voice is so crazy. Then you right, do what did, what's your three, Washington? Who me? Daniel said the stepdaddy voice to sit down and shut up. <laughs> like, hey, you heard what your mama just told you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I just said. What your mama just told you? <laughs> that's crazy. Three things to know before you go on a date. I need to know if you smell good. Like, do you do you wear fragrances? Like, I can't sit down and like I can't smell better than you. You understand? I can't smell better than you. Not as a man. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. At least we can match each other's like scent. But oh. if you're not, this it, it sound. And I mean, and I feel like that goes across the board. Like just being groomed in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like. Why did you sniff me when you hugged me? You said what? Did you sniff me when you hugged me? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I did it. Nah, I did it. <laughs> nah, you sniffed me though. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I'm a sniffer. Yes, you did. I did not sniff you. Yes, you did. No, I'm just <laughs> but um, also trying to get me killed on this podcast. <laughs> nah, but um, but yeah, that's probably number one. Number two, uh, like. I don't want to say that. That's kind of a little controversial. Let me not say that. Uh -uh, I'm saying it. We said no holding back. I mean, I feel like I need to know, like, if you have things going for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, do you have something to lose? Mm. Like, if yeah. you are a woman and you don't have nothing to lose, please stay very far away from me. Okay? <laughs> like, you got to have something to lose. Like, I feel like as a man, like, like you would need someone to match that. Like you can't just have somebody just like running rampant and just doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, having something to lose is probably number two. Um, and I haven't really thought about this, so I'm kind of like going on the fly. Those two things are really strong, strong for me though. Um number three, I would just say, um, oh, and to make sure like you're like a million percent feminine for me. I need a feminine one for me. 
I just want to preface that I know it's a lot of red pill stuff going on. Like I, I, I like, I like, fe- I like feminine women a million percent. Like, like, cause I'm masculine. So like, I don't need masculine energy around me from a woman. I want a hundred percent femininity around me. So like, are you feminine? Do you know what it, how to, how to be feminine around a masculine? And it, and is it a natural thing for you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it just, is, does it flow? Like, is it, you know what I'm saying? Cause, okay. I was going to say something else controversial, but I mean, not. You haven't said anything controversial yet. So right. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like, there's like, there's like, there's like the, like, I need a man to put me in my place type of woman. Like, I don't want that type of woman. Mm-hmm. I don't want a type of woman that says like, I need a man to put me in my place. I desire the type of woman that desires to be feminine first and like hates having to bring out her masculine side. Cause obviously, you know, for whatever situation there are, there are like seasons or at least like situations where a woman is gonna have to exude, exude masculine energy. But I would want her to prefer all the time to always be in her feminine energy, right? So like I don't want a woman to saying like I need a man to put me in my place. It's like because when I hear that, what I hear is a is a woman saying like I prefer to be mask more masculine than you. Uh-huh. That's what I hear when I hear women say I need a man to put me in my place. It's like I'm already masculine, so I need you to come and make me feminine. Uh-huh. That sounds crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? So that that would probably be number three. Okay, okay. Why Watson? What yeah. about what about you, Adrian? You know you're married. Um, <laughs> I need it. I need to know what that hygiene like. You feel me? Facts. Need to know what that hygiene like, big time. Um, I need to see them baby pictures. You a woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta see the baby pictures. That's why so, y'all had to date women who already had children. <laughs> I need to see, but you know, I, there you go. But if you, if, yeah, if you didn't, I would need to see baby pictures. And it's a, you know, you, it's a way to sneak that what? in. I have Anybody never heard that in my like, life. People see, you know, transgenders. Yeah, people want to see naked. I want to see baby. Like yeah. what you look like when you was a kid. I need to see that. I need um, to make sure you is is woman. So yeah. let me let me see you when you was you know little. Before that transition could have even possibly happened. Um, so yeah, let me see you as a kid. Crazy. And then um, uh, something. Well, this was really big for me. Like, um, I wanted to know, you know, what were you expecting? Like, are you are you looking for a man, or you know, are you just looking to have fun? Like, before Mm -hmm. we went on a date, like that was something I wanted to know because. If, if you're like, I'm just looking to have fun, I'm going to move accordingly. If you're like, I'm looking for something more and I'm looking for a man, I was going to move accordingly. Yo, this dude, Daniel, <laughs> he needs um, to be detained. Danny, Daniel said you worried about getting picked up by a tranny. Yes. <laughs> like, that's why it's, I need to see your baby pictures. Like, like yes, okay. that is that, bro, not, no. I mean, you've heard of you've heard of people being in that type of situation, and um, some people you let's be clear, like some people you can't tell. A lot of them you can't. 
yeah. Now yeah. they're taking hormones and everything like for years now. So okay. yeah, it may, and that stuff makes a difference. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, I'm I'm a man and I'm finna just dress up like a woman now. Like, no, they they getting hip to the game to oh, where yeah. you ain't really seeing until they was to drop them draws. And even then, if they didn't had the actual surgery itself, like yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Right. Yes, I am. So to answer that, I am. I'm. I'm very worried. I would. I would. I would have been very worried of that type of situation. Yes. Banned from what, Daniel? What do you think you're banned from? We're having fun. That was awesome. Yeah. C said a man uh, sued his wife one time because she was beautiful but had work done. He was mad the kids came out not so cute. The kids were ugly. Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. He didn't have the man. original nose or something. The baby yeah. came out. Yep. He like, ain't no way we made this kid. Like, ain't no way me and you made this look ooga mooga over here. Like, ain't ain't no way we did this. Like, there's no absolute terrible. We made this little ooga mooga. That is too funny. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) This little ooga mooga is crazy. Hey man, I'm just saying. But but think about that. So Daniel. Daniel got uh Facebook gave him a warning when he made that comment. Facebook oh, dang, he back though. I guess he deleted it and they they let him come back in. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You can't say the word tranny. I mean, we can't type, I don't know if I can say it. That's weird. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, they 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 band together, honey. You can't say nothing about them. That is so weird. And then they have videos up when people get murdered in the barbershop all on my timeline. Right. You can't say certain words. That's just weird. People getting kneed in the neck. Yeah, everything. Crazy. Because he's black. <laughs> Daniel White, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so every, everything is for me, Because they picked it up as hate, hate speech. Yeah. Wow. He asked me if I was scared. But you have yeah. to say transgender. You can't say tranny. Oh. <laughs> you can't say okay. Yeah. I don't even want to say it. Right, I'm sorry. How goes? I ain't saying that. Y'all can I probably say have it. freedom of speech. Well, you did say it, but the consequence is you banned. So I don't know. Mm. My three things. Um, I need to know how you eat and if you go to the gym. Cause uh, we ain't going nowhere if you don't, if it, them, them two things ain't right. We ain't going. We, ain't, we can get off the phone right now. Um, I need to know that you're that we have the same type of like drive and ambition. Cause I do a lot of stuff, so I need you to keep up or get gone. Um, yeah. And I need to know that you kill bugs, cause I'm terrified of them. Touche. <laughs> 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 yeah. And of course, I'm gonna throw this one out there because I know a lot of people don't like to talk about it, but any type of like uh I don't want to use the word religion because I don't I don't really subscribe to that, but yeah. any type of spiritual, moral values things, they need to align. Cause I'm not about to be arguing with you all day about stuff. Arguing like, is tiring, yo. Yeah, I'm not doing you that. ever you ever argued and like finished arguing and know that nothing nothing got solved yeah and then like you like like the tiredness that just falls on you yeah. you just want to take right. a nap and go to sleep and just yeah. go to the next day mm-hmm. 
arguing is so tiring, man. Like I hate put too much energy in it. It will drain everything out of you yelling for no reason. And you look up and it's just like two, three hours had gone by. Yeah. It's not that serious to me. I'd be like, you got it. Don't be passive aggressive either. That's a that's a huge pet peeve for me. You got it. it, well, hold up. it yeah, depends on also what we're talking about. I'm, I'm talking about like you know how you didn't had the barbershop arguments or you know stuff like that. Like I'm not going back and forth with you. Oh yeah, no. I'm talking, I'm talking about little stuff now I, because first off, if if we're talking about something serious, meaning your feelings, then that's that's never you got it. That's yeah. we need to figure out what a disconnect <laughs> is. But we it's can do it in a way. Yeah, it, it, where okay, you have an issue. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. Yeah. Let me help me get on the same page as you, so I can understand not to do that again. Right. Right. So, but yeah, but if we, I'm talking about. I thought we was talking about just arguments where you talking about the best sports teams you yeah oh, look, okay like debates and stuff yeah okay. debate you got talking about them kind of arguments draining you nah. <laughs> he was talking about screaming and yelling so i wouldn't assume he was talking about that was yeah hard. yeah yeah i better not be screaming and yelling about kobe and lebron in the barbershop oh shit not with your woman you know, he talking about what no, you know, yeah. We, I was, talk, like I was not talking about what you was talking about, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. sports and all that. You was I'm talking about, about screaming and yelling with my bros. That's weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we arguing about men that don't even know us. That don't even make you, you got it. He said, You got it. And that's what I was talking about, like, bro, yeah, you got it. <laughs> like, Imagine yelling and screaming about like who's better between like Kobe and LeBron. It's like, bro, they don't even know who you are. You know what I'm saying? So like, why are we arguing? Why are we yelling? You know, it's weird. But not on on as far as like like relationally like arguing and stuff like that. Like, if it can't honestly, okay, maybe can I ask? Can I ask a question to you guys? Of course. What what is the appropriate time allotment that two people should be arguing? before like until like to get a resolution like when is it too when has the argument gone too long to where it's like we're not even arguing no more i mean we're not even like getting anywhere we just yelling at each other like when do you think what how long like how many minutes y'all think well, i don't know if it's a time i think it's a, a whatever the topic is the topic okay yeah maybe some people may be you <laughs> Some people may be triggered by certain things that they don't even realize that they're triggered by. And right. that conversation needs to happen. They need to get right. that out so yeah. that we can figure out what's because this it for this person it may not be that serious, but for this person it is. Right. And you gotta have a partner that is understanding so yeah. that y'all can have this dialogue. And that person has to sit just be like, all right, you got it out. Now what's the solution? Because right. I'm not arguing with you about this. Right. So I have so, so I have a me, but it, it obviously is a problem for you. Right. I'm not, I, I, I'm, y'all might think I'm joking when I say zero. Like, no, I really mean that. And why do I say zero? For me personally, I'm not arguing with you about your feelings. Like, because I can't tell you how to feel. So if you ever come to me and say, hey, Adrian, this bothered me or this hurt me, like, I'm turning off my emotions because first you came to me first. So I didn't come to you. You came to me. So I'm going to listen to you and what you have to say. 
I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to hear you out. And then we could talk about it and figure out solutions because the fact of the matter in my mind is always going to be what I did hurt you. Now, even on the flip side of that, if we talking about something petty or simple, I'm still going to hear you out. And then we're going to talk about it, but I'm never going to like argue and, and tell you your feelings are invalid because I feel like that's where the biggest problem lies in people because they tell other people that your feelings are invalid. And it's like, no, you felt that for a reason. Let's figure out why and let's figure out how we can get past that and move forward. Well, for the people who live in the real world, who conversations don't actually happen like yeah. that. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, let's, first um, of all, before we before <laughs> we do anything like that, let's give it up for the husband of the year and Adrian. I know. Uh, yeah, okay. Because Adrian, I'm going to tell you. If anybody watching this podcast right now needs any marital advice <laughs> as far as how to be a perfect <laughs> husband in the year 2023, please. And if your wife comes to you with that perfect scenario, call me. Because now everybody okay. can that way, and the problem don't come up in that nice package the way that Adrian just. Because my argument, no, my argument can maybe last for three to ten minutes, and you know we maybe have come up with, you know, a common ground, and I'm a, and I ain't finished. Like I may go <laughs> back and be like, oh, you ain't finished. Hold up, but you said yeah. y'all can't do common ground. No, I thought it's something else. You ain't touched this. You didn't do that. Like. My arguments, I, I don't say days, but they have lasted for a good 30 you be, you minutes. Be, you, be doing, you be doing the silent treatment? I'll do the dry treatment. Like the like if you're texting me, it'll be like a K or I make thumbs up. You know, oh, stuff like that. No. So it won't be silent, but it's not engaging. <laughs> I'm still pissed. Hell nah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I it, That couldn't last with somebody like me. I need, I need, I because need like. You haven't solved it. You said what? I feel like, I feel like. Well, I mean, it, I guess it just depends. Like, what, what would make you want to not? What would make you want to be dry though? Like, to say like, I'm gonna just be dry. If he's not putting well, like, in part, work well, to try to get a solution, dry. or if he's like, if he's just being like nonchalant, like, what brings a dry? Yeah, being out? nonchalant, like the husband of the year say. He he's gonna hear your feelings out. So my argument's been with not anymore, but one particular person. It was always like a he didn't take what was bothering me into consideration. Like oh, you always nagging, or but you're not understanding. So now now I'm not nagging anymore. We don't communicate. Yeah. But while we're arguing, and I'm trying to tell you how I feel. It's not yeah. that I'm trying to argue with you. I'm expressing to you, listen, I don't like this, and I don't like how you do this. It's always something like it was never yeah. okay. Well, let me look at what I'm doing fucked up and change it. You know what I'm saying? So, so you still you you still be reasonable. All right, let's say we have a disagreement, right? All right, so yeah. I'm your man, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say we have a disagreement, right? Like, are you saying you would be like, um, okay, like if I were to try to really try to see what's going on, would you still do the dry treatment, or is it no. more so like? Or are you more so matching energy? Like if I'm nonchalant, you're saying you're then be deciding to be nonchalant. Yeah, and I That's hate that saying. because I don't want to match anybody's energy. I want to be the energy I am. Right. And you're, you're, keep your energy the way that it is for you. Correct. Because correct, I correct. have that and it's so draining because I'm not a mean person. I'm a people person. So I hate right. to be something that I'm not. But at the same right. time, I be feeling like, okay, I'm putting too much into him. I care too much. He's acting like he don't. He don't care. So let me, at, you know. Be the way that he is instead instead of him just understanding where I'm yeah. coming from. 
listen to me like husband of the year. You right. feel me? Take my yeah. feelings into consideration and be like, okay, yeah. let's yeah. solve this. And then we go to sleep. But instead, yeah. 30 minutes later, and another thing, nigga, you did it. I'm trying to transfer energy. You still yeah. feeling some type of way, so he need to feel yeah. how you feel. Yeah. He's trying to change. Yeah. And that's probably yeah. why I'm single. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to resolve this singleness yeah. by the time we get off this podcast. Y'all help there, me. There, to me, I believe there's only two reasons why a man in a situation where a woman expresses herself in her feelings, there's only two reasons why a man would not look to solve the situation. Right. Right. There's two reasons. One, he doesn't really care about you. Right. Right. I agree. And then <laughs> number two, you're you're potentially uh like a chronic nagger. Ooh. So then it goes back to number one, where He's he then decides now he he does he doesn't care about you. And I, and so I even really, though it's two reasons, it really it really does become one. Yeah. Like that's really the only because I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I've I've felt like I've been in love before. I felt mm. and I, I say I use that with quotes, right? And what I'll say about it is that like there's a type of there's a type of um zeal. That a man has for a woman he he's he loves, mm-hmm. or at least that he's attract he's he's really attracted to, that is going to allow him to behave in ways that even he himself didn't even know he can discover right. within himself. And nor because here's the thing, right? What a man desires most is peace of mind, and he's gonna he actually is gonna pay anything for peace of mind. Okay, but here's the deal: like when he's the idea of his woman not being at ease about him, it damages his peace of mind. So if he's okay with you feeling like you're not well, then he has not connected you, your feeling about him to his peace of mind. It's not connected. He can still decide to have his peace of mind without you, without like how you feel about him in his mind. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Am I am I saying too much? That makes, I, no, that makes a lot of sense. And it's the truth. And then they still trying. So, you know, it's the situation's dead now, but they'll still that person would still, like you said, may not even care about you to that point or whatever the case, but they would still want to be connected to you. But it was more on, I would say, because a sex thing. You know what I'm saying? It's more sexual yeah. than anything. You don't want nobody else to have me. You don't want this, but you don't want to put in effort and I put up with that you get what I'm saying like I know that I put up with it and let you give me the bare minimum and all that type of shit but now we've been years into it and I'm just like wait a minute so I've gotten fed up but you know so I everything that you're saying is is completely true I mean and obviously obviously, I don't even know I don't know anybody's situation here I'm more so speaking about like how we think as (laughs) as men you know what I'm saying like like it, it will be hard for me as a man that when I know I'm fully invested in my woman and she mm-hmm. is just for whatever reason she is not okay with me, it's gonna be very hard for me to sleep at night. Right, right. And what we desire right. most is sleep at night. Like what's so funny <laughs> is that like we love our woman, but what we love more than that is our peace of mind. And it's it's funny to say, but like when when you join the two together, it's like a really happy like situation, you know, like, you know, a lot of people say stuff like, like people subscribe to like happy wife, happy life. And it's just like, 
Happy house, house, happy house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's got to, like, both people have to, first of all, be happy within themselves, mm -hmm. right? But then the overflow of the happiness they bring on themselves, they now pour into the other person, right? So then I, I believe that's really what the, the case is. Catherine says men men's happiness matters. And it what does. I would say to that is I, I, I hope our black women under like hear that and understand because for what it's worth our culture has made it in such a way where there's a uh at least in my opinion there's like a like a notion that a man's strength is in how long he's willing to stay unhappy mm. in a relationship you see, because in my opinion, like there's a lot of men that are still in relationships <laughs> that are just severely unhappy. Right. Right. But I think that when women become become unhappy in the relationship, like everything goes haywire, like nothing, nothing works anymore. Like we, we can't cuddle no more. We're not intimate. We're not doing we're not kissing. We're not eating together. At the, like everything is awry. But. There's a lot of men secretly unhappy, mm -hmm. but in silence and everything is the the bills are still being paid. Everybody's still being picked up and dropped off. You understand what I'm explaining to you? Yeah. You know, um, your bills are still getting taken care of. The car note is being still being taken care of. A lot of that stuff gets very clouded. Like a lot of people don't really you know, see, see that sometimes. So I don't know. I, I read that comment and I was just like, that's, you know, that's absolutely true. Our, our happiness does matter, but oftentimes it, it, it definitely gets overlooked. Yeah. And somebody just posted that the other day. Um, and we had a conversation about that whole, you know, staying in the relationship for men and they're not happy. They're not at peace and all that. And I know the person, so I had to comment on it because I felt like, men like i'll go back to men choosing their partners right so you normally choose a partner that probably isn't that peaceful that probably isn't that loving but she's really pretty she has a really nice body and you would assume that she would bring these well no i don't say assume you would want for her to bring all of these loving qualities along with her but in your 20s that sounded great she looked good but now you're like, man, this bitch getting on my nerves. Well, let me let me tell you, let me tell you what happens with men. What a lot of times what happen with men is like we know it. We already know it. Like I feel like both both we're both at fault. Men and women are at fault for a lot of because a lot of women say things like, "Why are, why are men cheating? Or why why is this happening? Or why did he do like why did he try to trick me?" And it's like a lot of women are still falling for the same tricks and will still complain mm -hmm. about them. Like at some point in time, you just have to. Be self-aware of what you're yeah. doing and just change course. Yeah, right now, yeah. the issue with now on the like on the other end, as far as men are concerned, what we fall victim to sometimes, at least men that can can confident well not confidently, but can um can express that you know they've been simps at a point in time in their life, right? I believe that there's issues in which a man would know that she's just a pretty face but we have the awareness that okay women like to be chosen women like to be in a relationship typically right a woman likes to be someone's 
or belong to someone. I don't know if that's an, a word. Belong. They would like to belong to someone. So typically what a man might do is say, okay, I know this woman is only giving me X, but if I would decide to now make her my woman, maybe that in and of itself can change her behavior to become Y, which is obviously is, is, it doesn't make sense. But a lot of times, you know, men think like that, you know, at, at some point in time, you know, um, I think for the most part, a lot of men are also aren't really taught like how to value women too, or even how to like evaluate how to value to 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 evaluate like a woman. So it's it's like we, the first thing is just what she looks like, and then you just go for that. You know what I'm saying? But then. A man is going to learn after he meets that woman that's just pretty. And then he finds out everything that he's missing. And that's when he becomes his true self, his highest form, mm -hmm. right? Is when he becomes aware of exactly what he's looking for, what he needs. I'm sure it's a lot of men potentially watching this and even Adrian himself potentially has been in this, had, had been in a situation where initially, is she bad or not? If she's bad, I'm getting her. If she's not, no, right? But then there comes a point in time, look, I need a woman that can do X, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But usually for men, that happens after we've been in a bad relationship. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's a it's a lot of intricacies with that, but I don't know. That's Lots of people or both sexes think they can change their partner. Yeah, we both think we could change our partner. That's the problem. And we just can't. Nope. Can't be done. Well, moving along to the next topic. We only have a few minutes left before we get kicked off. No, we don't get kicked off. I'm joking. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to the question of the week. All so right. Adrian posts a question of the week every week. And this is the question of the week. What is more important in a partner? Her looks or her money? This is for the men he wanted this question to be to. Okay. <laughs> I just said a whole lot, so I want to give my say, voice the rest. for the man. I'm not the man. I'm a woman. You want me yeah, to I, I Yeah, I'm going to let Adrian take this one. I didn't respond or, or give an answer, so I guess I could give an answer, right? Um, yeah. her looks. Like, let's be clear. It ain't her money. It's her beauty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not your booty, it's your booty. Well, you know, so, okay. nah, money, nah, ain't, ain't about it. Ain't about the money, you know. It's it's gonna be about the looks, you know. Um, because I mean, typically, it's not. Yeah, you you what what really attracts a man is is the looks. It's it's not about. Oh yeah, she got X amount of dollars in her bank account. You know, it's the looks. It's like, oh, she bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah. Daniel, because those are the two options Adrian came up with. Don't start this shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't put walks on the beach and. <laughs> Hold up. What somebody say? <laughs> YT movies. Well, see, I think we already know the answer to this question for you. What? What would that be? Looks. Nah, I would it's say the her money. money. You would say money. I would say her money. Yeah, I would say. Really? Her money. Yeah. So you would take a fat chick with money? No. I wouldn't do that. No, no. 
but you but you would take a bad one with no money. No, I wouldn't actually. I wouldn't. Cap. I those are two take a bad... He said no. cap. Like and those are two options. Cap. <laughs> yeah. No, I would not. I would. I would. See, here's the thing, right? I think should should have added her mindset. Well, that's the thing, Catherine. I believe her money's gonna tell tell me a lot about her mindset. So when I when I think her money, I'm not really thinking about the amount of money. I'm maybe more so thinking about like her behavior when it comes to money. So okay, her grind for money. Yeah. What if somebody just gave her the money? What if she just inherited the money? That don't have nothing to do with mindset. True. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I didn't think about that, but I mean, but nine times out of ten, I'm, I mean, I, I want to say something, but I don't know. Please, say I mean, okay, let me just say this: because you've some been the most unoffensive person. <laughs> some beautiful women aren't really like all this cracked up to what they seem to be for real. For real, some of the most prettiest women I've dated are the most shallow, and it's like I feel like I, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like. I need to talk to somebody. I need conversation. Why are you doing that? I don't know. I need conversation. I don't know. It's I don't know. You want to know what's so funny? I went on I went on a date with 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 someone one time and like there was something she said that literally made me like not want to see her anymore. What'd she say? You remember? And we were really having fun. What did she say? (sighs) Okay. She just it's it was it was a deep conversation, honestly. Okay. But the 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 conversation ended up with the idea that I'm a very principled person, so I believe I really do believe in like right and wrong. Mm-hmm. She was saying that she basically would never see the wrong in somebody robbing another person. Like if if it was based on need, basically, like if you were like if you were broke. Like if it was a little kid broke or something, like mm. like a fourteen year old. I think she brought up like a analogy, like if there was a fourteen year old that was broke and that needed money, like she doesn't see the wrong in like like robbing somebody because he, after all, he needs to get fed. Mm. And I was like, I'm all set here. Where, where's the next bus trip to to go back home? Because like yeah. I'm done here. I don't That's even really need. I don't really need to hear nothing else from her. And it, it was such a small thing, honestly, but it just That's turned me small. all the way off. That's not small. Yeah. That's a problem. I was trying to, I almost tried to dump because she made me feel like I was crazy. No, I'm that's like, not I'm not about to talk to somebody that thinks like this anymore. I don't care <laughs> how people are, buddy. I swear. And you know what's crazy? I still can't find my watch. So did you have a one night stand with her? Why was your watch off? Hmm. Huh? Hmm. Did That's you have a, a one night stand with her? Why was your watch off? Hmm. Um, Didi, what, what time you said the time? What time, what, you said what time you said it was over? He had a one night stand. What time? What time you said? Because <laughs> why the hell is your watch off? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's, it, it's not a one night stand because he knew her and they, you know, it they've was, been talking. Yeah, that, yeah, that wasn't a one night stand, though. No, no, that, that, no. mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody can't find his watch. <laughs> Actually, I can see her point. Nothing is. Can you see, can you see what Daniels just said? Nothing is black and white. Each person's circles are different. Dang, we about to kick you off. We gonna ban you. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is no reason under any circumstance for anybody to take from somebody else because they don't have it. 
Exactly. Ever. Nice. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, nah. I, I just, I just, you know, and then she, and then she's a mother too. So With I'm like, ho -ho are you teaching people this? Like, but there's never, I don't care. Like, no. <laughs> no. And it's, it's, you know, and for me, like for me, I'm thinking like it, it goes so much against my identity because I'm an entrepreneur. So right. my whole idea of existence is working hard to earn what I keep. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like her mindset literally goes against my entire identity. So it was just like, how do I eat? Like, how do I stand up? You know? Right. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, she did. They were about to come get you. Yeah. All right, y'all. We're gonna try to get at least two more in because we are on the internet radio, so we have to keep it at two hours. So uh, I'm a, this one for the ladies. <sighs> what does it mean when a woman says, "I need a man who can handle me"? Mm. Uh, yeah, I, mm. I, I just, I just gave the answer. You know, you said what it means to you, to men. True, 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 true. Yeah, true. You right. I don't want to sound too masculine, though. Be yourself. I already got a raspy voice. Lift weights. Well, when I say it, it's more of a plate. Mine is always... Uh-oh. For me, I have a very, like... Oh shit! I don't even know how to answer this. Let me hide my hand. We're about to start implicating ourselves now. So we're about I to start have, implicating ourselves. I need, I need help. I think so. You want me to answer very, very, mm, nah, very, very, mm. very high sex drive, right? Not saying a high sex drive don't mean it. I'm just, you know, fucking all the time. But sex is very important to me. It's, it's okay so, to have a high sex drive. But it's it's worse now. I'm 41, and it's getting like it's not calming down. Like it's going. Oh, it's in the 40s. It's you up know, there. it's crazy. Really. And then I attract younger guys, like in their mm -hmm. 30s, 32, 30 something. And then I've dated my age and up. And I'm starting to realize now that what I said, I'm saying it more in a sexual way. Like I need you to be able to handle me because. Oh, sometimes, okay, okay, okay. sometimes when you know you're finished, I, I still, you know, like I still yeah, need. Yeah. I don't want to lay beside you and you hear, not saying that you ain't satisfy me, but I just yeah. need you to be able to handle me. Yeah, but that, see, I don't want to sound that's different. That's a, that's different though. That then that's that's what I said. My handle yeah. is that, not okay. not more or less. I need and, I, and I think that that's perfectly way. fine, honestly, too. Yeah. I think that's fine, it yeah. because other than that, I'm a very um what is it? What is it, DD? I don't want to say the wrong. Mm. I I don't when you said masculine, I really wanted to touch on that because I don't think it's that. I think some women are put in positions to where they have to be strong, you know, for you know, for their children, for their lives, for their for lifestyle. Sure, for sure, me, yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I don't come off as a masculine person, but I am very independent. You know what I'm saying? So right. if I'm dating or dealing with someone, only thing they can do is enter my life to add to what I already have going on. Like I don't, right. I'm not going to say I don't need a man because I want, I desire that, but yeah. you know, I can very well operate day to day with that one. Right. 
That ain't masculine, is it? Nah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what I said, though. I said, like, it's because it, it makes sense. You're going to need to exude masculine energy in play, in spots. Certainly. It's okay, more okay. so it's more so what's preferred. Right? right. It's like, like, imagine me saying, like, I need a woman to make me masculine. That sounds right. crazy. Yeah, you're right. That, yeah. That's me saying I prefer to be feminine until I meet a woman that makes me masculine. That hey. sounds insane. <laughs> insane. Right, so like it's that's that's what I'm really referring to when I say that. Okay. So you want to get out. A lot of times when, um, when when women say they they need a man that handles that can handle them. First of all, that's a that's crazy, but it comes from a, a place of um, defense. Okay. It comes from a place of they they haven't made good choices in men, mm -hmm. whether it's because those choices around them aren't good and they don't mm -hmm. have a lot of good choices to pick from based off of the situation and the environment they're in i don't know but they haven't been taught to make good choices whether right. it's because their dad wasn't in the house and they, they don't know what a good man looks like in their family and they are not fully healed from whatever they need to be healed from mm -hmm. um so some women might say these things they don't know that they are repelling men from them they don't understand that these words are running men away from them mm -hmm. they don't they don't know how to not be masculine because they've never been able to lean on a man. The first man you're supposed to be able to trust is your dad. Right. So that if that barrier was never there for you, you don't even know what it, to yeah. imagine what it looks like to have there's a no, man. There's, there's no, there's no foundation. There's nothing to pull from. None. Right. So yeah. they really grasp for straws and they're really um, repeating what they've been hearing. Right. They've been in an echo right. chamber for so long. They just, Oh, my auntie said it's this. The Matrix, my grandma yeah. said this. My mom said this. My cousin said this. So this is what they've been hearing over and over and over. And they think it's going to work, but they're not looking at these people are not getting the results that you're saying that you want. Right. They say right. that they want to be in a relationship and none of them are. Right. They're all right. saying the same thing and ain't no men around here. Right. Because <laughs> they're all running them off. Right. <laughs> right. And there are no healthy examples of marriages, men or anything in the family from uncles to cousins to any of them people, they, they don't exist. Right. And a lot of times the men in the family, it may be one that sticks around, but the rest of them, they running them all too. Mm. Yeah. Even relatives. So yeah, I mean, women have to realize that saying that somebody's to handle you, you sound like an animal. You sound like yeah. something that needs to be put under control. Like that's crazy. You sound crazy. Yeah. Like and why would I, why would somebody need to come and handle you? What are you doing? What why are you so out of control? I don't know. Oh my goodness. Time me up. That is crazy. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, sound like an animal is crazy. That's what that sounds crazy to me for somebody to say like me. a man. I don't think he wants to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like he ain't no right. Like, ain't at the zoo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I don't know. Yeah. So I got another one for the men. All right, let's hear it. When can black men? I mean, what can black men do to make women trust them again? Mm. Oh, shit. I think this is a question for Adrian. <laughs> Nothing. So y'all, um, so we um, could buy a lot of people in the world. No, I I think that just 
taking taking the lead. You know, I think that one, you got to make better choices and take the lead. Just like we we look at women of saying like, oh, you got pregnant by such and such or whatever. It was your choice. I feel like we also gotta gotta make those same choices. You know, when it comes to leading and who we sleep with, who we be with. Um, I think we just got to get back to being the leaders that we're supposed to be. Um, and I feel like that's a, that's missing a lot. You know what I'm saying? Us just being leaders and leading our community. I can remember, you know, seeing men when I was young, young. So it's crazy how it, it seemed like it changed. When I was like a little, little boy, I definitely seen a lot of men. But of course, I was born in the 80s, early 80s. But as we got to the mid 80s, those same men were missing. Um those same, you know, going to church, right? When I was a little, little boy, it was full of men. The deacon role, because we, I don't know how it was for y'all. You know, I'm from the South. So Mississippi, y'all from the South, except for Didi, I think, right? Well, I know y'all said no. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, you know, typically the men, the deacon sit on, across the front row, right? And I can remember the pew, the front pew just full of men. But it seemed like year by year, it got less and less. Um, those men were gone. Those men were out of the houses now, out of the family houses. So it was like the women are now running the church. And, um, you know, you look around in the community, the age gap is gone, you know, where you had, you know, men in their 30s, 40s, to now it's like late teens, early 20s. You know what I'm saying? Like the men just kind of disappeared for a generation. And now it's like we're trying to get that back. So I think... It takes some time, but as we continue to work on it, because I do think that we're we're definitely better than what our fathers were, um, you know, for us. I think it, it'll it'll come back uh, slowly but surely. But then we got to get some help from the women on that too. You know, give, give us a shot, give us a chance, and uh, lead the Pookies and the Ray Rays along too, please. Thank you. <laughs> but when you say Pookies and Ray Rays, they shouldn't exist though. You're right, but it's it it takes time. And now that was my whole thing about it takes time. You know, men gotta set standards and women gotta follow those standards and, and understand like that's not what a man should be. So men gotta start setting the standards so that way women can that makes sense. The women can follow and be like, nah, that's not what a man is. You know, um, I got a daughter on the way. So my whole goal with my daughter is to love her and show her how to be loved so that way she ain't gonna accept. No Pookie and no Ray Ray out here. But but men need to be raising their sons so they're not Pookie and Ray Ray. So we don't even have those options out there to choose from. Right. So flip it back on that. I got two <laughs> sons. Um, I'm pretty sure. Well, I know I am. You know, I'm I'm gonna be way harder on them than I am on my daughter. That's but that's just you know naturally, you know how this how this goes. So I'm raising my son to raise a family to be respectable. Um, and it's crazy because, like, I, I know I've said this to you know you before, Didi, but it's like to even hear my son talk about wanting to one day get married. That was never something I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, ever, like, never did I ever be like, I want to get married when I become, you know, when I get older right. and have a family. We have to start putting that in our kids, man. You got to put that in your sons. Uh, quick, quick question: Were your were your parents married? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, I was just wondering. Yeah, I was my, thinking maybe I was thinking maybe son, your son saw saw your you being married, right? You and um right, and maybe was you know wanted to just be like you essentially. 
Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, my son always talks about him being married too. He taught me. He told me all his kids' names and everything, and ain't hardly nobody in my family married. Interesting. It's all about. Yeah. It's it may. It may be like. It may be the times too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Because yeah. you said, but Adrian, you made a point. You said that your sons, you're going to raise them to be a certain way. So there's gonna, there has to be a point, like you said, back in the with the community where kids who may not have a dad in the house, that community has to step in. Where those men in that community got to pick up those all maybe possible Pookie and Ray Rays right. and step in to raise them or help raise them, so we don't have these communities of boys out here running rampant and, and being this way. Because not everybody gonna have a dad in the house. It's just I right. mean that's just statistics just gonna be that way. But back in the day, you had these communities full of men who were stepping up and taking that role, making taking them under their wing and showing them what to do and what not to do. And we gotta we gotta we got to cherish marriage again in our community. Um or you know, the companionship, the being together, the to build together. We we know that the quickest way to wealth is what? Through marriage, through two parent, you know, two people household, two um, incomes, right? That's the quickest way. Um, and then we have to stop telling these boys to, you know, telling them they're the man because they're sleeping with so many women, um, and they're playing with these with these girls' lives. We got to stop doing that and showing like you the man for doing that. Um, I don't, I don't do that. You know, if 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 a young man is dating a girl and he was to tell me that he really likes her, um, he really, you know, like, man, she's cool. She's dope. You know, I really, really like her. So what's your plan? What's your plans for the future? I'm asking those questions. I'm not saying, bro, oh, man, you 24 years old. What you talking yeah. about? Why are you trying to get married? Why are you trying to settle down? Like, why would I tell him that? You know what I'm saying? That, those were the things that was said to me like, oh man, you young. Why would you settle down? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and and you talk yourself out of out of dating someone or you leave them and it's like, well, why you leave them? You don't even have no no real reason. It's just because people don't put in your mind that you're too young to settle down and, and have a family. You too young. But they they they've been pushing their traumas on you. Mm-hmm. And men do that, right? I mean, you know, we always get get on women for doing it, but men do it, you know. And it's like, nah, man, you too young. But he, he just sat here and told you that he really like her. He really feeling her. And he coming to you for counsel and guidance. But you telling him he too young. Mm. How you know he too young? But do you think that would backfire? Do you huh? think that would backfire? Because my oldest son would be 23 in October. And I couldn't imagine him telling me that he's, you know, I wouldn't be against it because he's been dating the same girl for like, since his junior year in high school, you know? But I couldn't see him coming to me at 23 saying that he's ready to marry her only because I would say, and that's just me as a mother, so they could be totally different from y'all. But would you think that that would lead to him getting married early and then 10, maybe 19 years down, he feel like he didn't live enough and it ended up not being a successful marriage because now he's in his early 30s and he's maybe bored with that woman. You know what I'm saying? Like that happens. Or you don't think that that could possibly happen. Like you 24, 25 and you just, boom, want to get married, want to start a family. And then now you're 30, 35, that's still young. And now you're just like, damn, I didn't get married right. at all. But that's, but that's your projection. That's that's yeah. your thought process. That, he might not be thinking nothing like that. He thinks right. this is the person for him and they're going to be together forever. 
you know, but I do think you you should ask questions. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it, it happens. But ask questions of how he feels about her. And if everything he's saying about her is great, like I see a future with her. I love okay. her. Like, yeah, I wouldn't like, shoot it down. Yeah. Right. So it's like, well, what's your plan? Now you now you can start to see like, well, what's your plan? Like, I mean, do you is that something you even thinking about with her? Right. Like, but I wouldn't I wouldn't shoot that down. I feel like that's what happened to a lot of guys where it's mm -hmm. like, no, don't do it. You project that. And then it's like, oh, and you realize, I'm, I'm going to be honest, especially yeah. from a family member, somebody that you trust, you realize when you're 30, like, oh, they was just projecting their life on me. Yeah. It had absolutely nothing to do with me. That's another reason why, especially with, with kids, like, I would never tell my son he couldn't do something because I couldn't do it. Right. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? This I'm is the same thing. Off, we only got five minutes, and we got to get off. Dang, I ain't even know it. My bad. Yeah. So I'll stop right there. Because <laughs> yeah. I know we want to get an opportunity. Yeah, to shout out I want to give y'all a, a, a chance to shout out anything you got coming up real fast that you want to promote to the people that might be listening or go back and watch. Watson, what you got going on? Um. Well, I have a YouTube channel, so... um. Go and uh, like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Option Snipers University, um, where we are teaching people how to earn generational wealth in the stock market. Um, I'm, I have a lot of other uh, content on the way that's uh, a little bit more conversational re in regarding to business and money. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, check that out. Okay, that's what's up. What you got, Cheryl? You know... <laughs> I'm just around here. I'm just, you know, I'm in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Personal trainer here. Um, you know, I'm just grinding every day. I don't have any um events or anything that's coming up. Didi's my girl, so definitely look up to her with everything that she's doing. So anytime that I'm able to get on a platform with another woman that's out here winning, I'm all for it. So right now I don't have any events coming on, but you know, just that he do got smoke. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. Clearly not. Anyway, yeah, um, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm highly favored. You know, got some great, great things coming. Definitely for sure. Some some new projects um coming coming my way for sure. Um yeah, coaching training. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. Nah, Captain, you called me. My bad. Cap. Um, I got on uh, August 19th, I have my back to school bash coming up in Bristol, yeah. Pennsylvania, my hometown. Uh, we got the kids coming out. We got horseback riding for them, car show, uh, free hairdos, free haircuts, uh, book bag school supplies, uh, some relay races, and some prizes for them, free food, food trucks, all kinds of good stuff. If you want to donate, check out my page. You'll see it, the core queen, Didi Leggett, all over the place. Um, and then I just want to shout out myself real quick because I finally got my trademark for my core queen. Fitness hey. um, That's a fire name, core queen. That's fire. I'm assuming fitness. Yes. And my nope. fitness coach. Yep. Um, and then also my annual photo shoot will be up will be happening next month, September 24th in Miami. So y'all be on the lookout for the pictures to come down. Y'all know they I'll be cutting up. So nice. we appreciate y'all for coming on the show this week. Um, Thank it was you great having you. Great conversations, great insight. Um, 
y'all keep in touch. Y'all make sure y'all follow them on their social media. Keep up with them. And um, thank y'all in the comments for always rocking with us every week. And uh, Drina, we miss you. We'll see you next week when you come back and we praying for your family. Y'all know where we at, the Breaking Barriers podcast. Shout out to Iron Wolf Media Group and Black With No Chaser Internet Radio. If you don't have the app, download it and listen to us while you're riding down the street if you need to. And we are the Breaking Barriers podcast. And we out. Thank <laughs> you.